Coach Cam made this shit. I'm Brendan Cron. This is Rex, and welcome to Jamming with Cron and Rex, aka the Wilt Chamberlain Fan Club Podcast. New Wilt Chamberlain, yeah, fan club. Yeah, I was like, I've been a, I've been a fan of Wilt Chamberlain for a little bit. Cause, I mean, you know, it's hard not to. I mean, the dude, you know, I'm going to take everything, everything, every story I hear about him as absolutely true. <clears throat> so just remember this from here on out. Yeah. You know, this is a guy who has banged twenty thousand women, yeah. who scored a hundred points in a game, and um, so you know, I've you know, been, I've been playing two K more lately, so I've actually been watching like more like NBA stuff mm-hmm. and um, nonstop sports. Check them out; they're pretty fucking cool. Yeah, uh, I've been watching a lot of them, and remember we was talking about how. Uh, well, we saw that video and it said he might he would be the leader in blocks mm-hmm. if they had been keeping track of it. They didn't keep track of that or steals. That's so dumb. So because of that, um, he doesn't have this honor, but he unofficially does. He has the only quintuple double. Wow. Yeah, not a not a triple double, not a quadruple double. Which um, since. A uh, recording of all statistics have have been implemented. Hakeem Olajuwon does have a trip, uh, a quadruple double, mm-hmm. which is pretty crazy. Yeah, but uh, Wilt had a quintuple, so it would have been double points, rebounds, assists, steals, and blocks. And blocks. With um, wow, I can't remember the the offensive side of things and rebounding, but he apparently had twenty four blocks and eleven steals that game too. But they didn't record that, so it's not really an official thing. Yeah. That's so crazy. Why don't they go back? Like, they have the documents to go back. Well, I don't know if every game was recorded. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, I'll say they, you know, because not every game was probably broadcasted, mm-hmm. just like it is today, so it's probably damn near impossible to. Okay, that actually does make sense. Yeah, because they pretty much just have to rely on stat sheets that the people kept, mm-hmm. and, of course, they didn't keep that. So Yeah, that does make sense, because I was going to say, because... I've seen the film of yeah. them playing. So I was like, why don't they just go back and count all the yeah. film? I was like, I know that's a very tedious job, but yeah. it's got to be someone's job. But yeah, that, and ESPN keeps stats of crazier things, like how many threes have been made while Jack Nicholson's in attendance. That's a stat that ESPN has. So, yeah. you know, if they could, they definitely would. Yeah. You know, RIP uh, Wilt the Stilt, probably the – honestly, honestly, I think at this point the best to ever do it. Ooh. Yeah, because, um, dude, listening – I mean, even even not having – I have never watched a single full game that Wilt Chamberlain has ever played, but listen to other people talk about him mm-hmm. and the quotes that come from it. Like, the greatest thing to ever happen to the NBA is that Wilt, uh, Wilt Chamberlain's a nice guy. Yeah. That is fucking insane. Um, he has the best quote I've ever heard to Jordan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, them two were sitting there debating on who's the GOAT, and Wilt said they had to change the game so I couldn't dominate. They changed the game so you could dominate. Um, And Jordan actually talked about, uh, they asked him who's the GOAT in like the 90s or something. Mm-hmm. And he was like, he was just basically, he kind of danced around the fact that he was like, he was like, you know, it's really hard to say because he was like, he was like, it's kind of like, uh, like, a paradox in of itself. Mm-hmm. 
because he was like, you know, me, myself, I've won six championships. Bill Russell's won 11. Will Chamberlain won two. Yeah. Does that make Bill Russell the greatest? Mm -hmm. Does that make me the greatest? And he was like, you can't really tell. But he was Mm -hmm. like, you know, there will never be another Wilt. And Wilt scored uh, because I actually watched an interview that had Bill and Wilt in it. Okay. And because they were like best friends. Yeah. And so it's kind of cool listening to them to talk, and they're like the one of the the, the first biggest rivalry in basketball. Mm-hmm. And Wilt, like he Wilt was way more like focused on like his individual achievements, while Bill yeah. was kind of a more like we'll get the team, the, yeah, the, the yeah, the whole team because he emphasized he was like he was like why I was great, why we won eleven championships is because I wasn't like. You know, Wilt, me and Wilt were kind of opposites. Yeah. He's like, that's why Wilt, he was like, Wilt would win every one-on-one game we would play. Yeah. But he was like, my team was better. And he's like, that wasn't an accident. Mm-hmm. Like, I made it that way. Yeah. But I don't, it, it's just, I don't know. I have a new found respect for Wilt after Same. watching all that. Because, like, if he wanted to lead the league in anything, he would. Yeah. They was like, you score too much. He's like, fine. I'll lead the league in assists. Still the only center to lead the uh lead the league and assist. Which is crazy. You think like Joker? Yeah. Yeah. Have, you would think that'd be up it, there, but, but still, no. And I don't know, he's kind of one of the great examples on why I don't like I try not to give like the older players as much anymore. And you know, that's coming for me. I I don't like old people, but yeah. but like cuz you really do got to think about it at that time. Mm-hmm. Cuz like it's not their fault that the league wasn't what it is now. Yeah. Just like in like a hundred years from now, they'll be like, oh, people say Kevin Durant was like the best of that time, but like he was facing, you know, like who? But, and it'll just seem like that at that time. He couldn't even dunk from the three point line. Like, yeah. 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 It's just going to be crazy shit, but I don't know. Will just seems like a, not a real human. Yeah. And it's, I don't know. It's cool. Just seeing all the shit he accomplished. And even crazier, like, to go off of, like, the thing that I kind of just said, like, the dunk from the three-point line, it seems like there is a level of athleticism that's kind of, like, almost the peak. Like, forty, like a 40-inch vertical. It's kind of like it has been, it, and it still is today. A 40-inch vertical and is kind of like... apparently Wilt surpassed it. Well, yeah, a 40-inch vertical is, like, that's phenomenal. If you can go a little above that, like, 42, 43, 44 even, like, you are jumping... Yeah. Through the roof. Like, yeah. that is, like, an incredible, incredible amount. And apparently he had, what, a 48 or something? Just Yeah, alleged 48, confirmed 40. At yes. seven foot one, confirmed 40, alleged 48. Yes, in Chuck Taylor's. In Chuck Taylor's. So, yeah, he may have had a 60. <laughs> yeah. And, like, stuff like that makes me go, like, oh, so he could play today. Easily. Like, and then, like, you hear about his strength, his speed, his... He benched 550 at his prime. Which is wild, yeah. which is fucking wild. I mean, um, they actually asked both of them in that interview. Uh, I think this interview took place in late, I want to say mid-90s to early 2000s. Mm-hmm. They they asked them both how they think they would fare in today's game. Mm-hmm. And they both said they think they would do incredible. Bill said he thinks he would still win eleven. And Wilt said he thinks he might be averaging seventy a game. Yeah, Wilt passed away in ninety nine. Okay, so yeah, it was it was probably yeah, maybe yeah. early to mid nineties then. Yeah, 
And because I didn't said, know he passed away that early. Yeah, yeah. Sixty three too. That's so young. Yeah, that's crazy. Because yeah. he was, he was talking about how he was like, well, rules are more designed for me nowadays. Mm. He was like, meanwhile, back then it's kind of like the Jordan thing. He's like, meanwhile, back in the day, they was kind of trying to find a way to make the league more fair because of me. He was like, because you know, I would do these things, and they literally took the width of the paint from twelve to sixteen to keep yeah. Wilt further away from the rim. Yeah. So he couldn't just stay down there. Mm-hmm. And so he was like, all these rules were implemented against me. And he was like, you know, they just kept throwing stuff at me. But he was like, nowadays, he was like, the rules are kind of made for me. Yeah. He was like, because cool. that was when the odd time that they had, um, they didn't allow zone. Yeah. yeah. And they had man, which I didn't know was a yeah, thing. We, I think we both just discovered that yesterday. Yeah. That, during that video we watched. So he was talking about, he was like, I would face the Celtics. And he was like, not only would I have Bill Russell guard me, but I'd have two other Celtics players against me. Mm-hmm. So he was like, now in a time where you got to be main to man, he was like, I think I would dominate that. God. He's it, cool, man. Everything I hear about him, I love more. Yeah. yeah he. He was someone that I was like, oh, he just played in a time where there were there yeah. really wasn't competition. So of course he dominated. But now hearing who he was as a person yeah. and seeing what he did, like I never knew that he was someone who was just like, oh, he's your scoring leader. Yes, he's like, ah, it's boring. I'll just be the assist leader. And then and then they was like, oh, he doesn't shoot enough, or like he, he passed too much. He's like, oh, fuck you. I'll drop yeah. sixty, fifty eight, and forty. You yeah. know, and just. Bought out for three games just to be like, no, nah, I can't score. I just, I have chose not to. Yeah, it's just, just crazy. And even more on that assist thing is, we talked about like Bill Russell built his team around a championship winning team. Wilt built his team around helping him. So yeah. whenever he just changes to go like, oh, I'll just be an assist. He's well, playing and, with people yeah, who aren't offensive. That, yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. Because like you could say like, oh, well, you know. Wilt was great because it was at the time it was, but mm-hmm. like he led the league in assist. So yeah. that means he had to have something going on around him because I mean, you know, what what's the point of him? I mean, he couldn't get the assist if like nobody else was there. Yeah. So he had to have something around him and I just learned who the 100 point game was against. And you can probably tell by my tone that I'm upset. <laughs> it has to be New York if uh why I feel like the most culturally significant things happen against my favorite basketball team, well, professional basketball mm-hmm. team, and my favorite uh, NFL team. Because mm-hmm. uh, 100-point game, never been done, probably will never be done again. It's done yes. against the Knicks. Yes. The most disrespectful dunk in NBA history, done by Scottie Pippen. It's done on Patrick Ewing. Yep. <laughs> um. One of the most infamous, well, the most well-known catches in NFL history. It was done by Odell Beckham against the Cowboys. The craziest stat line, one of the craziest stat lines in NFL history done on Thanksgiving Mm -hmm. was done by Randy Moss Mm -hmm. against the Cowboys. Yes. It's always, I don't know if it's just like the atmosphere of the dickish fan base really brings out like the best of people. Maybe. And just makes them want to perform more. Yeah. And, you know, they're like, you and know, also fuck the, these fans. It could be the stadium. Because Dallas has like notoriously one of the best stadiums. Madison in Square NFL. Garden. And Madison is Square just, Garden is, yeah. is you the know, place the garden. Like, yeah. Because even, yeah. even when uh, the Knicks were like a bottom tier team in the NBA, like fans were literally coming there wearing trash bags over their head. Mm-hmm. They 
their organization as a whole was still like top five, like worth in the yeah. NBA. Yeah. It, it, and it's always like that. New York is just mm-hmm. like, it's just an ideal place to play, but apparently no NBA player knows that. <laughs> yeah. Because like, I don't know, it just seems like Dallas and, uh, you know, Dallas when it comes to football and New York when it comes to basketball, if you're good there, you're a god. Yeah. Like, you're going to be revered. And, I mean, I know there's a lot of places like that. Philly is another place that, like, if you do really good there, mm-hmm. you're, you're you know, you're, yeah, like, yeah. top, you're you're the man. Like, nobody else is better than you. Yeah. But, um, one other point that I wanted to point out about Will Chamberlain that I think is just um, just incredible is in the NBA, Yeah, a lot of records get broken all the time. Yeah. It, it seems like the current players hold every record except for the ones that Will holds. Yeah, like other than like franchise records where you can say like Jordan holds ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the Bulls yeah. records, but whenever you look at the grand scope, you see like LeBron's on pace to be the highest scorer ever. You see that I don't think he's gonna get it. You don't think so? Isn't he still like three thousand away from Kareem's? It, it might be it, it's but still, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, even if he's thousands, I mean, that means he's gonna have to play at least like three or four more seasons. Yeah, which, which he's on pace to do which he could but healthy is he going to actually play them or is he going to be on the team you know but because it's a crazy it's a crazy thing that kareem was able to do but Mm -hmm. the way kareem was able to score it wasn't it wasn't as like don't get me wrong it's not like it was easy how Mm -hmm. he did it but like lebron's is like it's much more it's it, like he's much more using his body. Like he's having to abuse his body to do it. Yeah. Kareem was a big guy. He could stay down low, get the ball to him, you know, finish with a, a hook that only Wilt was able to block. <laughs> yes. So, you know, I, I just – I don't see that really being broken. Has he has he broken Carl uh, Malone's yet? No. Because Carl Malone's second, right? He's really close. Okay. So he's on pace to break Carl Malone's. I honestly don't think he's going to get to Kareem's. Which is fair. That is a fair one. But I'm just saying in general, like you see the all-time three points made. Yes. You're seeing it get beat by um, Steph. Steph. Uh, you're just seeing all the records get broken. And in like the NFL, yeah. you don't see that. Like You see like they added an extra game yeah. this year to the schedules. And now you're seeing, like, oh, some of these records could now be broken. Yeah. Just because of how phenomenal those seasons were. But in the NBA, you kind of see like, oh, yeah, they're broken all the time because people are just evolving and scoring is more the big deal. Yep. But but as time goes, I think Wilt's records are going to be harder to break. Yeah, and that just that just stands out even yeah. more. To Unless me. they add like twenty minutes to the game, you yeah. know. I mean, I just yeah, I don't, I, I just don't really. Uh, John Stockton's steal totals are also one that I don't think is going to be broken. John Stockton's steals he are also holds assist. Yeah. John Stockton has Yeah, John Stockton really fucking good. Steals, that's crazy. Yeah, his steals, I don't know if that's going to be beat. His steals mm-hmm. and Kareem's points and Wilt's like individual like 100 points in a game oh or 50 points in a, uh, average in a season, I don't think that stuff's going to be beat. Yeah. That's so, going to be a hard one. Or even, fuck, Dennis, uh, Dennis Rodman's rebounds per minute is one of, the, one of the craziest things. Yeah, that's kind of a – as much as I love – yeah. Dennis Rodman, that does feel like a cheat stat just because it's like, oh, well, in these technicalities, he's the best versus. Well, it's not like, oh, well, he holds this accomplishment. It's be, it's just rebounds per minute. And it's yeah. just because, you know, they don't play. 
I mean, you can honestly look at it the other way. Like you could say, Wilts was a cheat because he was seven foot one and played forty eight minutes. Yeah, Dennis Rodman was six seven and only played thirty two minutes. Yeah, um, the this is a mind blowing stat to me. <clears throat> no one on the rebounds all time list is a current player. It's top ten rebounds. Yeah. No one's a current player, yeah. including Dwight Howard. He's not yeah. on the top ten. Uh, number 10 is at 14,464, okay? Okay. On defensive rebounds ever, Dwight Howard's fourth with 10,306. He's gotten 10,306 defensive rebounds but hasn't been able to pull 400 offensive rebounds. Wait, you mean, wait, 4,000? 4, 4, 4, 4, yeah, I was going to say, I was like, no, wait. I think throughout my high school career, I probably got 400 <laughs> rebounds on offense. But yeah, 4,000 rebounds, but he pulled yeah. 10,000 defense. That's just, that's mind-blowing. Oh, but um, yeah, something I was going to bring up earlier. Um, Bill Russell, he said he still loses sleep over it sometimes because it, it's really cool to listen to him talk about it. He was like, because they asked what their accomplishments would have meant if uh, either one of them, you know, if like, what Bill's accomplishments would have meant if Wilt wasn't there or Wilt's accomplishments would have meant if Bill wasn't there. Mm -hmm. And Bill was like, you know, the 11 championships would still feel great. Mm -hmm. But he was like the – he was like success is not a destination. It's a journey. Yeah. And he was like – and, you know, to feel like you truly are the best, you have to beat the best. Mm -hmm. And he was like, you know, those 11 championships wouldn't have felt as good as if if it wasn't Wilt on the other side of things. Like he was like – even though it may have not been me playing Wilt in the finals, like it was still we had to beat him to get there. Yeah. And Bill was talking about how there was one game where Wilt scored 62 mm-hmm. against Bill. And Bill was like the defensive guy there. Yeah, yeah. Even more so than Wilt was. Mm-hmm. So to put that in <clears throat> terms of today, and it was really cool because Bill would have said, uh, Bill said, that game wouldn't have hurt me if mm-hmm. we would have won. Because he was mm-hmm. like, if he scored 62 against me and we lost, I mean, if we won, then that doesn't matter. Which is really cool because, I mean, me, that would affect me. I've been like, yeah, well, yeah, we yeah. won, but, I mean, dude, fucked me up. Mm-hmm. But he was like, you know, it's the fact that he scored 62 against me and they won. Yeah. And so to put that into perspective, um, I'll compare, you know, uh, Big men, Bill Russell was the defensive guy back then. Yes. Rudy Gobert is probably the big guy defensively right now. Yes. Could yeah, you sure. imagine Joel Embiid dropping 62 with Rudy Gobert guarding him for 48 minutes? That'd be rough. It's not happening. No, it can't. It almost can't. No, it, dude, it's fucking wild. Joel yeah. Embiid dropping 62 may not even happen. Yeah. But for him to drop 62 against the defensive guy – which is Rudy Gobert right now, as mm-hmm. far as big men are concerned. No way that's fucking happening. Yeah. So, I mean, that's just, I don't know, that that blows my mind right now to put in perspective, like, today's NBA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just com- the comparisons are crazy. Mm-hmm. And I know, I know a lot of people that if they look at it and they go, well, like, you had a dumb point, not all yeah. the records are being broken by current players. Yeah. They kind of are, because uh, yeah. yeah. I even looked. Because I'm looking at the the NBA has a all time stats, and it's just all of them. Yeah, and it's crazy to see that, like LeBron has the 35,000 points, 
and Carl Malone has thirty six thousand, almost thirty seven thousand. What does Kareem have? Kareem has thirty eight thousand. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you see that, but then you look at games played in top ten games played ever. LeBron's not on that list. Carl Malone's at one thousand four hundred seventy six. LeBron's yeah. only at thirteen hundred and twenty. Yeah. Regular season? Don't know. Okay. Uh, it just says games played. Yeah. Okay. Overall. So, like, that's crazy to think about, like, also how fast, because I didn't, yeah. I would have thought that those were comparable, the amount of games played at this yeah. point, because it, it feels like LeBron's just been yeah, playing Yeah, because if Kareem had played, like, 2,000 more games and he scored 2,000 more points, you're like, well, yeah, he probably should have. Yeah. But. but, yeah, uh, Kareem played 1,560 games. LeBron played 1,320 games. So, that's crazy to think of those three thousand wow. extra points. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. feel like he played more games than LeBron. Like that doesn't feel yeah. right. Yeah. So So uh you know you know what I'd like to see? Hmm. And uh, do you ever see that uh that meme of like it's just this fucking shredded dude, just gigantic, like uh the like pretty much what the mountain is on uh, Game of Thrones. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, What are you doing if this dude walks up and slaps your girl's ass? Mm-hmm. I think that meme needs to be taken as like Will Chamberlain, like benches five fifty, has a forty eight inch vertical, can yeah. run a ten nine at seven foot one. What are you doing if you slapped your girl's ass? Here's the thing: unless you know that, if you look at Will on a picture by himself, yeah, okay, that's the, that's the yeah. big difference. Is Will by himself? He looks like a tall, lanky guy. He really doesn't look big. Dude. Doesn't look strong. But when he's beside big, strong people, you start to notice like, oh, he's. He's bigger than them. Dude, um... Yeah, it's crazy. Um, watch... It's like a 22-minute segment, but Bill Russell and Wilt Chamberlain's interview, yeah. it's incredible. Yeah, for sure. He, I, like uh, I mean, now knowing that he died in the late 90s, he's near the end of his life there, and he is big as shit. And... Also, them two are, yeah. I feel like, maybe two of, like, ten people from before the 90s that have any personality. Like, they have so much personality when they do shit, but I feel well, like... Magic Johnson. Well, that's why I said, like, two of ten. Okay. Like, I feel like there's a handful of yeah, people. Yeah, I was like, you got to talk about Magic... Uh, Larry Bird, even though he was, like, a recluse, it was his own personality. Yeah. It was uh, Dr. J. Yeah. But it feels know? like a lot of the people of, like, the old time, yeah. you're either, like, a massive asshole or you're humble and that's kind of your whole thing. And, yeah. like, they seem like they actually have, like, real personality. Like they, they seem like cool fucking people. Dude. Because even Bill Russell's uh, yeah. acceptance speech, yeah. where he flicks off, like, that's so yeah. good. That's, yeah, it's just great. Um, apparently, they, uh, I mean, coincidentally, uh, just being the time of the year, they was talking, because uh, uh, Bob Costas, who was interviewing him, asked him, like, you know, were y'all actually best friends? Or, like, at the peak of y'all's rivalry, was there, like, bad blood? Mm-hmm. And he was like, no. He was like, he would literally be in town and drive by my house and stop by for Thanksgiving. He was like, he literally slept in my bed sometimes. That's he would, so good. Yeah, he would stay over, and I would just let him sleep in my bed. Yeah. So I was like, like, That's they so were cool. actually cool with each other. Yeah. Like, but, um. Now it um, almost seems like a. Like a fault, I guess. Yeah. Like because you think of like the '90s and you think of like Jordan. Jordan is the '90s. The basketball. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Dominated literally six out of the ten championships yeah. won in the '90s was Jordan. Yeah, yeah. So it's very and easy. Pippen. Well, yeah, but and when Pippen. you don't think of Pippen, I, I think, think of Pippen. You think of Pippen after. Um, 
But yeah, you see, like, don't make Pippen sound like post nut clarity. <laughs> he is. He's the post nut clarity of the NBA. <laughs> You're like, well, I feel bad now. Pippen was a part of it. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't have just been thinking about Jordan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you but you think of like how in the '90s the best players, yeah, hated each other. Like even if they were friends, yeah. you think of them. Hating each other. Yeah. Just because of that's kind of Jordan's like thing. Jordan, like Jordan, Isaiah Thomas. Like, they still don't talk. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. think of that. So it's kind of cool to think that, like, it was really friendly, hate, and then now it's back to, like, really friendly. And people are like, it's soft. They shouldn't all be friends. To me, it doesn't <laughs> seem like real friendly nowadays. To oh, me, really? it seems like PR friendly. Mm. Like, for NBA's image, they're friendly. You know, because, like, back then, like... In the 60s, like, there wasn't cameras everywhere mm-hmm. all the time and stuff. So they was like, if they were friends, they were really friends. It wasn't for yeah, show. Yeah. In the 90s, I feel like, you know, with Jordan and his his mindset, like, he actually hated these people. Like, mm-hmm. it wasn't like a WWE PR yeah, stunt. Yeah, yeah. But nowadays, I feel like it's, they act like friends for PR. Like, it's just to keep this NBA cares image. Like, oh, we all get along. Everything's yeah. peachy over here. It make sense. I might punch somebody in the fucking eye one game, but it's yeah. peachy, you know? All right, I got one more thing about Wilt before we end this, because I feel like it's, in all fairness, I did open with it. I kind of yeah. asked for it. It's been yeah. a, a Wilt dick yeah. writing podcast, which I'm not ashamed to. There's at least 20,000 people in the world that uh, will listen to this podcast and be like, I did that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, <laughs> I uh, listening. I even clicked on a video while I was uh, running on the treadmill because usually I just listen to Lincoln Park when I run. So I was like, you know what, fuck it. I was like, listening to inspirational stuff might just be for me. So I like listen to stuff about Wilt. But um, Shaq said um, they had a sit down interview with Shaq, and they was you know just talking about the greats and stuff. And Shaq said one of the most disappointing things about his career was that he never passed Wilt in rebounds or points. Mm. So he was like, I can't. He was like, if if I would have done that, I would have truly been able to say I was the most dominant player. He was like, not even if I would have been able to pass, like, if I would have been number one. But he was like, if I would have been able to pass Kareem, I mean, pass Wilt, mm-hmm. I could confidently say I was the most dominant. But he was like, I I didn't, and I just couldn't. I think he was shy of, like, 3,000 points from Wilt. And that was, you know, even after Wilt took multiple seasons to not even try to score points. But but, um, Shaq even said that, like, he was at a restaurant. Mm -hmm. And he was was like, I was at a restaurant in Los Angeles, and he was like, believe it or not, Wilt happened to be at the same place. And he was, you know, it was just an interview on a couch, so he was like, we're sitting this far away from each other. Yeah. At different tables. He was like, not a word said. He was mm. like, and this is when I was playing for the Lakers. Mm. He was like, Wilt didn't say a single word to me. He was like, and I know the pecking order. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm not going to come up and say something to him because he was like, if I'm a, he was like, if I'm truly good enough, Wilt will come say something to me. Yeah. And he was like, not a single word was said between us. Wow. Yeah. So he was like, <clears throat> and it was cool the way he took it. He didn't take it as disrespect. He was just yeah. like, I have something more to do. Mm-hmm. He was like, because Wilt sitting across from me, if he doesn't, because he took it as like a, I mean, you, you got to know who Shaq is. Yeah. Yeah. Who didn't? I mean, even if you're not a fan of basketball, you see him. Yeah. And you're just like, 
man, you got to be a basketball player or something, mm-hmm. you know? But, like, Wilt didn't say a single word to him, and Shaq was like, oh, well, if a great doesn't know who I am, then I'm not doing something. Like, mm-hmm. i got to do something. And so, like, he took that as an inspiration in his career, and I was like, that is fucking wild. It's crazy. That- Wilt just went to a restaurant yeah. and didn't want to talk to somebody, and he was like, god damn, i got to do better. Yeah, like, <laughs> i just got to be a better yeah, at my craft. Yeah, what if Wilt was just like, hey, man, I'm trying to bag number 19,876, yeah, yeah, yeah. like – you know, not I'm not talking business right now. Like yeah. I gotta I gotta do this. Yeah. And Shaq was just sitting there like, God damn, I gotta get more rebounds. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, fuck, fuck. That's awesome. That is that, that's, that's a so, really cool story. I didn't know that Yeah. Yeah, that that Yeah. Just made me like it more. Like I mean every, everything I hear yes. about Wilt, it gets better. Yeah. Like I I don't know. Like I mean I don't know. I, I just can't really describe but you know too many people before us has done it, so I'll stop dick riding Will for at least the rest of this podcast. But in the spirit of everything, I know you wanted to move on to LeBron thing next because it's more topical. But how was your Thanksgiving, buddy? Oh, was, I wanted to ask you that first. It was pretty good. It was yeah. pretty good. Yeah, nothing uh, too crazy, but... Yeah. No weird family members bringing up uh, how big of a hero Kyle Rittenhouse is? No. No, um, we do not talk politics or anything newsworthy or anything like that. Yeah. Usually. Well, I usually have, like, um, at least a multiple, like, a multitude of stops to make. So it's it, something political is going to be brought up, whether you're vaxxed Fair. or not. Yeah. yeah. And nothing too big because I just completely avoided it. But, you know, uh, somebody brought up Kyle Rittenhouse, and I was like, mm-mm. <laughs> Not doing nope. it. Not, not addressing that hero here. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no. The, uh, but uh, yeah, yeah. It just, yeah. Like I don't, I don't know, because we was watching like Thanksgiving uh, games and stuff, and I think the Cowboys played uh, the Raiders. The Raiders. Yeah, we watched that game too. That's that's honestly the only reason I know that they were playing the Raiders so yes. quick. How I, I really. I mean, don't they have, like, a set team that they usually play? No. Like, is it really different? Because I really thought, I remember for the most part, they played the Redskins. They're the Washington football team now. But, all right, so, um, <laughs> the Cowboys, Lions, Washington, for lack of a better name, I guess. Um, Didn't the Bears play? Bears, Bears are, yeah, Bears usually play. But those are your four teams that are pretty much always on Thanksgiving. Bears. Yeah, but Raiders play too. Yeah, but th- it doesn't mean that they always do. Yeah. Yeah, Versus, but like, usually, you'll see like Green Bay sometimes play on Thanksgiving, but they're not yeah. on always Thanksgiving. But like the Lions, I think have played like the past 16 years yeah. on Thanksgiving. Cowboys, I think, is like 13 or something crazy. Um, yeah, but that's I, America's team, bro. Yeah. Do you, do you feel that sentiment? I mean, obviously not being alive throughout uh, most of the 90s. Because, like, we were born in the 90s. Oh, but oh, I really, really undershot the Cowboys. Yeah. Since the first game. 36 years. The Cowboys have played on every Thanksgiving except for 1975 and 1977. The only two years the Cowboys haven't played on Thanksgiving. I actually thought it was less... I only said 15 or 14 because I've just seen the stat on how crazy it is that the Lions have played like 16 years. Yeah. So I just assumed that that was the most. Yeah. No. 
That's America's team. Yeah, yeah, which makes sense. Yeah. I know I I've never been like too I know if if you just meet me and the way I'm introduced to you is like you're just like, Hey, what's your favorite sports teams? And I say the Knicks and the Cowboys, you probably think I'm an awful person. It's not going to help two minutes down the road when you know you ask me literally about anything else. But I'm not that much better of a person. But I am better than the stereotypical yeah, yeah, Cowboys yeah, yeah. or Knicks fan base. Yeah, especially but, the combination of the two. It just sounds awful. It sounds like you're talking to Stephen A. Smith. Not great. Oh, it sounds like you're I'm literally not. talking because uh, Skip Bayless is a Cowboys fan yes. and Stephen A. Smith is yeah. the antithesis of that, but he's a Knicks fan. Yes. So you're just talking about both of them combined, and it just sounds like the worst person imaginable. Yeah, that's awful. I'll say I was raised a Cowboys and uh, Cowboys NFL Louisville Collegiate fan, mm-hmm. and I never really cared about the NFL too much. I mean, don't get me wrong; I watch like major events, or mm-hmm. you know, just I mean, I don't hate the NFL. I like it. Yeah. But, you know, I have multiple Cowboys apparel, so I'm like, you know, at this point, I think I'd just kind of be wasting money if I went with anybody else. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, you know what, fuck it. They're, they're a fun they're, – they're stressful, but they're fun to keep up with. Yeah. It's stressful as shit, but yeah. it's America's I, team. Yeah, I feel like it's boring to root for the best team. It I is. like being right in the middle, where it's like yeah. we could win the championship, but we could also lose every game. Like that's the fun. Well, you're a Chicago fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just picked the entire <laughs> Illinois area. And yeah. It was just like, yeah, that's Chicago. Anything I'm with. Yes. And for whatever reason, I picked the like the identicals because mm-hmm. I really think what the Cowboys are to the NFL, the Knicks are to the NBA. I agree. I. I I just feel like each like when the Cowboys are doing good, I feel like the NFL is better, and maybe that's just me. But I feel like when the Knicks are doing better, the NBA is better. Yeah, like, I actually agree. Yeah, because it's yeah. just like the presence of their fan bases when they're doing good is just amazing. Like mm-hmm. for better or worse. Yeah, yeah. Whenever you have people running around in jorts and Romo jerseys, yes. like even if it's just to make fun of them, like it just makes things better. Yeah, yeah. like it's just more fun, but. They're both equally just stressful to be mm-hmm. a part of. And I don't know how many – I mean because they're, they're pretty much opposites when it comes to like geographical. So I don't know how many people can share the same sentiment as me as being a fan of both of them. Yeah. Because it's pretty weird. Yeah. But you It almost know, feels like you can't live in either of those areas. And yeah. Both. Yeah, exactly. And we're honestly kind of in the middle between them two. So, so it, it kind of makes sense. Yeah, it makes a little it, more it's sense. It's weird. Yeah. But that's not why I picked them because if I went geographical, I would be like, oh, I'm a, I guess, Indiana. I yeah. guess I'd go Indiana based or I'd be a. a Tennessee? Yeah. Yeah, maybe Tennessee. Yeah. It almost feels like the only two ways that someone picks their team, like 99% of people pick their team off of two ways. One, their family was a fan of this. Or yeah. they picked it off their favorite colors. I, I was definitely a colors person. Yeah. Yeah. And um, just playing 2K, growing up, I remember my favorite jerseys was the St. Patrick's ones. Oh, yeah, yeah, And the St. Patrick's New York jerseys were great. It was like green and orange, and I was like, that is fucking great looking. They were super cool. And even the old style ones where it was like checkered mm-hmm. on the collar and shit, the blue and orange. And I was mm-hmm. like, that is so good. Yeah. And then later on in life, that was confirmed by literally my favorite team on paper, 
Yes. With Tyson Chandler, Amari Stoudemire, Carmelo Anthony, Amon Shumpert, uh, Raymond yeah. Felton. Well, I, took, I think J.R. Smith started over Amon Shumpert. Yes. And Raymond Felton started at the point guard, and then yes. Amon came off the bench. Yeah, I knew but, J.R. started. Yes. So, But, dude, my favorite fucking team. Mine, too. That's my favorite NBA team. Dude. Like, single-year NBA team. Yeah. That's my favorite ever. I mean, because, like, if, I mean, outside of maybe the point guard, which I didn't hate Raymond Felton at the point guard there. No, but I really liked Demond Jumper. Yes. I would say if, like, I was playing 2K and I started, like, a My Franchise thing or whatever, that's kind of a team I would draft in fantasy. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, I, it's just kind of an ideal team. and It's so crazy. That we had Linsanity. Yeah. Linsanity was genuinely one of the uh, funnest parts of not just being a Knicks fan, but being an NBA fan. Yeah. Just this Harvard graduate Asian dude, just Yellow Mamba, <laughs> was probably one of the most offensive names. But it was so good. And yeah. he honestly, I, I wish he would have done good his whole career because I just like Jeremy Lin. Yeah. But I think it kind of adds to it the fact that like his legacy is at New yeah. York. Like, yeah. it stays at New York. Granted, he won a ring in Toronto, which I'm so happy about. I didn't I didn't even realize that. He was that. on that Toronto team with Kawhi. That's, that's crazy. I'm so happy that dude has a ring. I am, too. Yeah, I, I really I always like Jeremy Lin. Oh, yeah, I do, too. I, I just I, I like hearing players that do good that have rings to show for. It's, an, it's a really great underdog story. Yes. Yeah, it really is. I mean, this mm-hmm. poor dude that graduated Harvard had nothing going for him. <laughs> you know, he's probably going to be homeless in the fucking street somewhere. <laughs> but no, it because it, it, it really does take away whenever you're just like, man, this dude led in this, 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 and this. And they're like, how many rings did he get? And then they're just like Charles Barkley, <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. And, or like John Stockton, who literally leads in assist and steals but they're like well how much does that matter because he didn't do anything yeah (laughs) but you know unfortunately he had to go against jordan for the majority of his career just like well i don't feel bad but carl malone you know i don't care about him (laughs) i'm glad he didn't win anything i wish he would have won less (laughs) yes actually i hope i hope lebron passes him very soon but i hope he falls out of the top 10 on every stat he's in. I don't see it happening, though, dude. I don't either. Not for a while, at least. Yeah, I mean... I hope I, he falls out of the top ten on every stat, so yeah. then we really don't talk about him every day. I'll say, outside of that, I mean, dude, that dude was good. He's good at, he's good at basketball. Terrible person, he was good a, at basketball. Dude, he was an in-shape motherfucker, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. With that dude... <sighs> Not even if I'm just a 14-year-old girl, but that dude would have scared me <laughs> being in the presence of him. It just, he's a very intimidating person. Just, I don't i don't know. And, like, like even hearing Bill Russell talk about, like, Wilt just saying there will never be anybody as physically intimidating as mm-hmm. Wilt is. He's clearly never been a 14-year-old girl. <laughs> but, you know, I'll digress. But, yeah, I don't know. Thanksgiving really brought up a lot of those feelings of how... As a Cowboys and New York fan, I'm the fact that I don't have high blood pressure is incredible. But I'm also not passionate about that. You know, like if I actually went a step further and was like one of those people that bet, like I was like, oh, you know, New York's better than everybody and everything. New York just beat Atlanta in Atlanta. Fuck Trey Young. I'm happy about that. Ninety nine to ninety, I think. 
Yeah, sure. Yeah, I don't, I don't know the exact score, but yeah, fucking love it. I'm I'm just happy to see that. Um, and as much as I don't like Trey Young, shout out to him for creating a rivalry. Oh yeah, because yeah, yeah. too many people nowadays don't seem like they have the balls to go somewhere and be disrespectful. Yeah, like what he, happened with like uh, L.A. and Boston? How's that not still a? Nobody cares anymore. Like I don't get it. Yeah, I really don't get that. It's the biggest rivalry in sports history. Not anymore. No, because now it's uh, probably like undeniably Yankees and um, yeah Red Sox. Which sucks because it shouldn't be. Yeah, because who fucking care? I don't yeah. care. Yeah. But like, I don't know. I mean, that was one of the great antithesis of all time. I mean, even like, you know, uh, Wilt's mm-hmm. better part of his career, he was spent at the Philadelphia Warriors. Yuck. And yeah, yeah, pretty gross. But, um, and you know, uh, and they would play against uh, Bill's Boston Celtics. Mm-hmm. But even Wilt eventually moved to the Lakers. And the Lakers and Celtics would have a battle. Um, in the, the most famous and probably the best uh, rivalry that's associated with this is, um, you know, of course, Magic versus Bird. Two complete yeah. opposite people going against each other. And it's yes. just every year it's these two people. Mm-hmm. I mean, this was something that was carried on throughout the years. Um, Kobe versus the big three. You know, I mean, it's just... Through the decades, but yeah. now it's like LeBron versus a team that's probably going to beat them. <laughs> but but it, I mean, Tatum don't get me wrong; they are on paper two very good teams. Yeah, I mean, it's like Jason Tatum, uh, yeah. Marcus Smart. It's also like Jalen Brown. It's also like a really young team versus a really old team. Yeah, it's a rivalry for like a totally different reason. It's just yeah. like you know, it's weird. Yeah, like a retirement home versus like Chuck E. Cheese. But I don't know. It's just rivalries don't really seem that the closest I think we've been to that in a while is like um, is, you know, outside of the Knicks versus Atlanta, which I never saw happening. Yeah. But, you know, like Boston versus L.A. made so much sense because it was just complete opposites. Yes. Like, I mean, conference wise, geographical. I mean, I know Mm -hmm. those are kind of the exact same thing that I just said, (laughs) but like. Bird versus Magic, it was like the two complete opposite people, like uh, an extrovert versus an introvert. Yeah, yeah. And it was just, it was so exciting, but now it's, the closest I think we've gotten to that is maybe Cleveland versus Warriors. Yeah. yeah you know, cause, yeah, it, which wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, because then... Maybe before that, we basically LeBron versus whoever he faced in the finals because we had like LeBron versus the Spurs because that yeah. has been the antithesis of LeBron throughout a lot of his career. Yeah, playing five good players. Yeah, facing a team. Yeah, <laughs> facing a whole team was really LeBron's weakness for a fucking while. Yeah, but you dropped yeah, the shit. Out of your I did. It's a heavy, heavy motherfucker. It's shattered, but. But yeah, um, outside of that, Thanksgiving also kind of confirmed that like it's not my favorite meal. Oh really? It's definitely not. It's like, all good. It's good, but like making multiple stops, like mm-hmm. the last stop I made, which I only had two stops this year for Thanksgiving. I was like, I don't 
want to eat this again. Hmm. Like, I literally just had all this shit there, and I was like, I don't want to do it again. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we, we didn't know this at the time, but me and my girlfriend both didn't eat at the last place we had, and we was both really hungry. So we ended up stopping by Waffle House on our way home. <laughs> wow. Dude, it was so good. Yeah. yeah. Well, because every other place is closed. Yeah, yeah. And see, personally, I'll pick a Thanksgiving meal over Waffle House any any fucking Dude. chance I get. It was so but. Like, don't get me wrong. Thanksgiving meal is good. Hmm. If it wasn't for that, Thanksgiving would be a bombshell. I mean, really, there wouldn't be anything you do. Yeah. Yeah. It, take away giving presents for Christmas, and you're like, well, well I mean, for Christmas, you're, you lose you, a lot. You do have a Christmas meal. We don't do it. Uh, actually, a decent amount of places don't do it, but there is a Christmas like theme meal. Yeah, kind of. You know, and but it's so, not really the thing. It's, yeah, you're taking away the biggest part, though. So it, it like I said, like, yeah. So that would be what presents are to yeah, Christmas, or what trick presents. or treat is to Halloween. Yeah, or dressing up even. Yeah, yeah. It's like that's kind of the bigger part now. Yeah. Now but, that I'm an adult. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like. I don't know. We we had Thanksgiving meal, and I just really didn't want to go back for a second, so we went by Waffle House, and mm-hmm. it was so good. Yeah, Waffle House was good. I really thought Waffle House was going to be packed, because it's the yeah. only place that, like, even if a zombie apocalypse is going on, yeah. Waffle House is open. Oh, yeah. Like, McDonald's was closed. Mm-hmm. White Castle, I think White Castle was actually open for some odd reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wendy's, Taco Bell was closed. Like, every other place was closed. But Waffle House was open, I was like, dude, they're going to be fucking packed. Dude, it was so fucking good. Oh, yeah. If you don't, if you go there and you don't get hash browns, one, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. And two, you can add anything you want, but if you don't get them smothered and covered, mm. you're doing something wrong. Yeah. I honestly don't think I've ever had Waffle House sober or hung, like not hungover. Really? I've never been there just like, oh, I'm feeling great today. Let me go to I've Waffle House. I've never had them um, hung, like hungover or like Really? Sober. Yeah, really? every time I've went there, I'm stone cold sober. Oh, I don't want it if I'm stone cold sober. Dude, it's so good. They're hash browns. Yeah. When you get smothered and covered, yeah. it's just cheese and onions yes. on it. Dude, their hash browns are so fucking good. Yes. And, oh my God, I could, yeah, it's just, it's so it's so goddamn good. So since we clear the air, you're doing okay. I'm doing okay. Um, one, I actually really like your bracelet. Yeah. When yeah. was that added to the to the... Thanksgiving. Okay. No yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah, I actually really like that. Thank you. Yeah. A little a couple pearls. That's a couple. Yeah, a little bit of pearls. <laughs> it was pretty cool. I, I like, like it. it. Uh, what, what, what's you. your song of the week, though? Song of the week <clears throat> is a song on James Blake's new album. No shit. Called Coming Back, featuring SZA. Nice. He always has three, four songs that I just love they're yeah. some of my favorite songs of the year every time he drops an yeah. album he has a couple songs that are my favorite um i really liked his past two albums yeah and no exception here it's not gonna be on my top five albums of the year but yeah it has some songs i really like and this is one of them odd because mine is by juice world <laughs> really <clears throat> yeah uh juice world and young thug bag bad boy Oh, yeah, that sounds fucking good. Dude, it's so good. Yeah. Especially, again, playing 2K. I've been hearing it, and mm-hmm. <clears throat> god damn, do I like that song. Um, I remember you actually said something, like, what, like, if we was a podcast that had one thing, 
what would we be like if we was like a one trick pony? Oh yeah, off off air. Yes, yes. And I was thinking about that, and I honestly would think for me personally, it would either have to be basketball, yes, or history. Okay, yeah, I wouldn't be able to contribute to history. I I'll say I love history mm-hmm. to the point where I honestly think one of the best compliments I've ever well the best compliment I've ever received in my life is history based. Mm. Because we was in college, uh, we was writing a paper, and I wrote mine over the uh, North Atlantic slave trade. And uh, on the paper, like after I turned in the paper, um, the professor wrote back, and she said, like, good job. And she said, like, future history major with a question mark. Oh, that's pretty cool. And I wasn't going there for history. Yeah, but I was like, yeah, that's awesome. I was like, that's really cool because, like, I don't know. That'd be like, like if somebody wrote, like, told you to write a paper over, like, like something you're really interested, in, like, like, like gaming or yeah, something yeah, like yeah, games. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. you really like games and just all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that shit. So to like be really interested yeah. in that and someone no, who's no. majors in that to be like, oh, you seem like you'll be a future major in this and i was like that to this day has probably been the most important compliment no, that's I've ever gotten. awesome that's really awesome i really love that and because like i don't know i really like history but i didn't think i really knew like a lot of in-depth knowledge like i watch like youtube videos and mm. shit about history like i've surface level knowledge but, yeah you know so yeah it would either have to be basketball or history or history basketball history <laughs> History basketball, yeah, which we've kind of covered today, is basketball history. <laughs> Nothing's coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're trying to yeah. switch this up. It's no longer a music podcast. It's jamming. The we did kind of seem like a either a music or an MMA podcast for a while. Yeah, we're transitioning to an NBA. podcast. Probably the worst MMA podcast. I can't lie, because <laughs> I don't think our for a podcast that's about MMA, I don't think we had a lot of uh, popular MMA takes. Which is good. That's Which, you know, yeah, better. that's yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. you like. You like people to mix it up. Yeah. But I don't think our fan base, <laughs> I don't think we would have that great of a fan base. Yeah. yeah. I, we probably would have just drawn in the, like, Conor McGregor fans. <laughs> and then on the opposing side, we would have just alienated every person that enjoys Khabib. Yeah, which is fine with me. Which is fine with me, but it's not a large <laughs> fan base that we're gathering in. Yeah, it's yeah. not bad of a fan base that we're gathering in. Yeah, yeah. So the Grammys did their nominations. Uh, so yeah. I think that what we could do is we could go through the more popular ones. Obviously, like the you haven't pulled up. No, okay. you. You want to do that? <laughs> <laughs> you knew we were talking about this. Oh, I actually do have a a little footnote. Because I didn't know this, mm-hmm. but uh, this is music-based. Okay, go for it. Um, just very short. Okay. I want to see if you knew. Um, oh, God. I'm do you quiz. know a show that Dominique Fike is on? A show that Dominique Fike's on? Yes. Big show. No. It's a big show? Yes. Not Game of Thrones big. The show with Zendaya? Euphoria? Yeah. Yes. Is it? He's it on. the only one that yes. made sense. It was the only one yes. that made sense to me. He's on. Yes. I haven't seen a single episode. I, I've watched a decent amount yeah. of the first season, but I just saw a trailer awesome. for season three, I think, yeah. and Dominic Fike was like casually on it. And that's I was like, awesome. holy shit. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, I was super excited about that. I was like, god damn it, now i got to get back and watch it. 
euphoria because you know i was like i'm not a coked out teenager so i don't really my i don't really i don't know what i'd really gain from watching euphoria because it's just it's 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 so melodramatic oh okay like even zendaya's character uh rue Mm-hmm. Like it just opens up with her like I was born two days before nine eleven and you're like literally I swear to God yeah and you're just like are you fucking kidding me <laughs> like shut up like you literally took the events of nine eleven and he's like nobody cared because my birthday was two days before <laughs> like, shut the fuck up everything about that is like that you see the high school party they're like. 16, 17 years old, and they show their high school parties. People are, like, doing coke fucking in the pool. And I'm like, you're 16 years old. Yeah. I was like, I don't – I was like, I don't – maybe I just wasn't that cool. The yeah. no party <laughs> I ever went to or saw on Snapchat stories yeah. ever had that. <laughs> I was like, they never fucking had that. So I was like, I'm just clearly not the demographic for this. Yeah. But you know. It is awesome that Dominic Fike's on there. Super excited about yeah. that. Yeah. All right, so I just pulled it up. We should pick who we want to win. Yep, I had caps on. All right, so we should pick who we want to win. I'm assuming 2021. 2022. Ah. Yes, so no. Glad I didn't. So, all right, we're going to pick who we want, or we're going to say who we want to win, but then we're going to pick... Want to win or we think? Okay, okay. Then then we're going to pick who we think think is going to win. Yeah. All right? Whoever yeah. gets the most picks on who they think... Is this the... Yes. Okay. Yeah, I was like, it's literally Grammy.com. I don't yeah. know why. <laughs> um, you have to scroll up and then hit view more. Oh, no. I should probably um, yeah. connect first. So... Yeah, keep talking. I, I need to stop talking. <laughs> I, I agree. <laughs> if it makes you feel any better. <laughs> um, but oh, yes. They change some shit. I don't know. <laughs> do we-, we will... Take our picks on who we think will win. Whoever gets the most right, we should bet. Gets a lab dance from the other person. An album <laughs> no. to listen to. I want a lab dance, Brendan. No. I think it'd be cool to recommend the other one an album, and this way you kind of have to listen to it on a bet, rather yeah. than just be like, hey, I recommend you this album, and then one of us never yeah, listen to it. Here's 400 more albums I recommend you. Yeah. Okay. So I guess we'll... Um, Does that sound good, though? Yeah, I can live with that. Yeah. Okay. So. So, General Field. Record of the year awarded to the award to the artist and to the producer, recording engineers, and or mixers and mastering engineers. Uh, one, I still have faith in you by ABBA. Number two, Ooh, freedom. I didn't know ABBA dropped something this year. Yeah. Two. I don't think that's how you say that. Freedom name, by John Batista. <laughs> Three, I get a kick out of you uh, by Tony Benet and Lady Gaga. Haven't listened to a single fucking thing from that album. I haven't listened to anything so far. Peaches by Justin Bieber featuring Daniel Caesar and Giveon. Would be cool to see two out of those three people get a Grammy. Don't really care if Bieber gets one. Eh, I don't um, hate Bieber, so cool. I don't like him. Uh, right on Time by Brandy uh, Carlisle. Don't know that. Kiss Me More by Doja Cat featuring SZA. Awesome. Happier Than Ever by Billie Eilish. Call Me By Your... Uh, Monterio, Call Me By Your Name by Lil Nas X. Mm-hmm. Driver's License by Olivia Rodrigo. And Leave the Door Open by Silk Sonic. So, okay. start this off by saying who you want to win and who you think will win. Okay, so... And then I'll say mine. My favorite here, and actually who I want to win... 
is leave the door open. But who do you think will win? Yeah, but yes, I wanted to start with that. Okay, um, it's really close because it, it's the same for me so far. Yeah, Kiss Me More is a close second on favorite song. Yes, on this list, yes. but in it would be of, cool to see Lil Nas X get it. I was about to say that too. Lil Nas X, seeing him win it would be cool. Seeing SZA win it would be cool. But seeing Bruno Mars, I feel like has I don't know that he has Grammy wins. He has to he has Grammys. Yeah, as he has to. But Anderson Pack, I don't know how many. I think that that'd be awesome. This one's actually a little tough. Yeah. Because. I think it's between three people. I think it's either Billy, because Billy just yes, wins a Billy's awards. a beast. Billy is just a Grammy win. Yeah. Lil Nas X, because it's so controversy, it'll feel like the Grammys are doing something edgy, and the Grammys kind of like to do that sometimes. Yeah. And I think Olivia Rodrigo is the. is another. Is a white woman, so the Grammys love her. No, she's not. Olivia Rodrigo. Olivia Rodrigo. I mean, no, she's not. She's a she Latino not? woman. Is she? She is a Latino woman. I didn't know that. You dick. Well, so I'm thinking it's going to be Olivia Rodrigo. I think it'll go to Billy. Billy Eilish. Or. He just. Oh no. Tony Benet and okay. uh, Lady Gaga. I think one hmm. of those three are definitely going to get it, but if I have to lock in yeah, my who's pick, your pick, if I have to lock in my pick for one, it's going to be the young up and comer Olivia Rodrigo. That's a good pick. Um, Driver's gonna, license, yeah, I think that I think that song is probably a Grammy favorite, but I do my favorite and what I would like to see win the most is leave the door open. Yeah, I think uh, Billy is going to win this. Yeah, so Billy, Billy's a beast on the awards, dude. They, she they just love. Yeah, they love her. Next, we move to Album of the Year. So, we have We Are by John Batista. I'm just going to keep saying it like that until somebody corrects me. Mm-hmm. Love for Sale by Tony Benet and Lady Gaga. Justice by Justin Bieber. Planet mm-hmm. Her by... Do- these seem like the exact same things I just read. Yeah, they're going to be close. Uh, Planet Her by Doja Cat. Oh, my God. Look at all this shit involved. Yeah. All these people are winning a Grammy if Doja yeah. Cat wins right here. Yeah. Um, Happier Than Ever by Billy. Back of My Mind by H.E.R. Would love that. Oh, my God, how many people get a Grammy out of that. Yeah. Um, I honestly, if I was the Grammy people in charge of that, I wouldn't pick them because I'm not sending all of them a Grammy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Montero by Lil Nas X. Sour by Olivia Rodrigo. Taylor Swift with Evermore, Kanye, Kanye West with Donda, oh my God. That's what I was about to say. You want to talk about a lot of people getting a Grammy. God damn. For no other reason than a lot of those people, I want to see win a Grammy. Oh my God. Playboy Cardi would get yes. a fuck. Yeah. No, no. Um, I would love to see Jay Electronica. I'd love yes. to see West Side Gun. I'd love to see Conway the Machine win a Grammy yeah. here. So I really, really want it to be Donda. Honestly, no fucking way. honestly, both of these categories for me will be filled by uh, both of both of my Grammy holes will be filled by Taylor Swift with this one. I mm-hmm. want Evermore to get it because I think Evermore is the best album out of these, and Ooh. I think Taylor wow. Swift is a Grammy favorite for this. Yeah, I think Evermore is going to win this. Yeah, um, but you don't agree with the uh, what you want to win more? No, I definitely like Donda a lot more than <sighs> Evermore, dude. I'm not going to lie. I've never told a lie. R.I.P. George Washington. 
I don't think there's a single song on Donda that is better than Exile. Really? Yeah. I can name two. Well, that you think. Yeah. Keep that in mind. Well, yeah. And you're stupid. Well, you're but keep wrong. that in mind. You're wrong. <laughs> yeah. I might be stupid, but you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But what what is the two? I was like, I'm not going to say you're wrong on that. But Moon what is and the... Call Me to Life. I actually respect that. Yeah. Because I really are... do like Off the Grid and shit. Yeah, like I like those songs. I like Off the Grid. I like Jail. I, I love a lot of those songs, but I yeah, think... But my favorite song from Donda is Jail. Yeah. Come to Life and Moon, I think, are two of Kanye's best songs ever. Oh, yeah. I remember that tweet. <laughs> but I don't yeah. think anybody in that entire album does better in, than Jay-Z on Jail. I think Kanye does on those two songs I named, but... It's fair. It's fair. Your say opinion, we can, you're we can, yeah, we can disagree. It's fine. That was actually love to the kind of the idea of this. Yeah, I'd love to see Kid Cudi win a Grammy. Yeah. Pop Smoke, Roddy no, no, Rich. No, don't get me wrong. I'd love to see most of that. But yeah, I think Evermore's one I, of those. I like Evermore. Maybe Sour could win. Evermore. Sour could win. Yeah, that is a close. Montero could win. That is close for me. That dude's name is Daniel Negro. <laughs> That, yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't like that. Yeah, he's on there twice. Yeah, so I don't, he might I don't. get two Grammys <laughs> three times. Yeah. Did you know? Notice that it just says mastering engineers. So there's oh, more artists than what are yeah. even listed. Oh yeah, crazy. But yeah, I think also her is a Grammy winner too. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, it, it has to go to Taylor Swift. It just. She is a she is a Grammy favorite. She is a Grammy whore. <laughs> Taylor Swift and Billie Eilish are Grammy whores, dude. They they fucking reel it in. Yeah, Grammys love white women. The one thing me and the Grammys have in common. <laughs> Boy, do I love me some pink toes. Some snow bunnies. <laughs> That's a reference in a reference. Yeah, yeah. But uh, okay, so uh, third category, <laughs> song of the year, S O T Y, Bad Habits by Fred Gibson. I really thought that was going to be Freddie Gibbs. That <laughs> I just did seems too for like a that seems like the shortened version of Freddie Gibbs. It's Fred <laughs> really? Gibbs, Fred's Gibson. <laughs> yeah, as soon as, you were, as soon as you said Fred, I was like <laughs> Fred Gibson. That really does just yeah. Gibson, Gibby, Fred, yeah. Freddie. But uh, yeah, shout out yeah. Freddie Gibbs and Fred Gibson <laughs> apparently. A Beautiful Noise by Ruby on Monfu and Brandy Charlie, Brandy Clark, I Alicia Keys. Oh, cool. Hillary Lindsay, Lori McKenna. God damn. I don't know why I'm naming all these people. Yeah. Um, driver's License by. See, and that's why, because D- Olivia Rodrigo's not even the first person written. Mm-hmm. But it's a Dan- songwriters is hard. Daniel Negro and Olivia Rodrigo. Songwriters Olivia Rodrigo. What is he doing? Why? Why do I keep seeing Negro everywhere? He might be. Um, <laughs> that sounded bad. I'm, I'm trying to brush over that. I was hoping you wouldn't. <laughs> um, I think that that might be the producer. Yeah. Okay. Because that makes sense yeah. in this uh, in this sense. Uh, Fight for You by H.E.R. with uh, Dernst, Emil, and Tierra Thomas with songwriter being H.E.R. Happier Than Ever <laughs> by Billy, Kiss Me More by... 
Roger <laughs> Chayade. Like you can just say Doja, Doja Cat featuring SZA. <laughs> yeah. Leave the door open by uh, Silk Sonic. So- Silk Sonic. <laughs> Sonic Silk. <laughs> Silk Sock. Uh, Montero by Lil Nas X. Peaches by just they're really seeming like the same. Thing. Uh, a lot of the same shit's gonna win. Right on time by Brandy <clears throat> Carlisle. So this is something that makes me go maybe. <laughs> I don't know. You started it off with that, and I was like, well, Taylor Swift might me, not win. Me. Is that she's really not nominated for any of these other awards? But I still think she'll win. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's why she might win that one. Well, usually she just nominated. Usually that. people run the awards and like this is another case for like why billy is gonna just run these awards again my favorite leave the door open and i think billy will win (laughs) so a reoccurring theme you have going there yeah song of the year as a happier happier than ever is definitely not my song of the year Mm, fuck no but it's not even my Billy song of the year. No. So I want Leave the Door Open to win. Yeah. But I think Driver's License. Driver's License is gonna get it. It's a good it's a good pick. So really this is a battle of if Olivia Rodrigo wins the Grammys, you First win. What we, yeah. And and if Billy wins, I win. Yeah. <laughs> The classic battle of uh, Latinos versus white women. <laughs> and the Grammys, that has got to be one of the hardest decisions of the Grammys. Best new artist. Ooh. Oh, God. Someone I got snubbed. So race. Can you say the first name? <laughs> not a, God not damn a t- it. Someone was... got snubbed so bad, and it makes me mad. And I don't even really like their music. Okay. but I'll, I'll ask you immediately after we get on with this, because I am actually kind of curious. Okay. Uh, best new artist... A Rouge Aftab. We're so sorry. R.I.P. <laughs> We're sorry, so sorry. The podcast is already R. R. done. The, the podcast is already done. Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> oh my god. Right? I spit out my fucking it's, No, it's okay, Jimmy, Jimmy Allen. <laughs> Alright, Jimmy Fallon. Baby Keem. Awesome. Um, it's crazy because uh, Phineas has won eight Grammys, but Phineas is in Best New Artist. Oh, is that the same Phineas? Yes, that oh, is that Phineas. That's crazy. Because somebody even posted, they was like, how has Phineas won eight Grammys, but he's nominated as Best New Artist? And they was like, Grammys will Grammy, bro. Yeah. Uh, Glass Animals. Awesome. Japanese Breakfast. That sounds so good. Just have you listened to them? Oh, no. Yeah, I, I haven't either, but okay, I, okay. God damn, I, I'm going to yeah. now because that's a great band yeah. name. Assuming band. The uh, the Kid Leroy. I didn't know that was her entire artist His? name. His? What? Kid Leroy's a guy. No. Who am I thinking of? I... You're, Kid Leroy is like, stay. Um, <laughs> he's like the, a lot of people say he's like Juice World successor. He's, um... I really thought that was a girl. No, Kid Leroy is very much a man. Uh, Lincoln Arlo Parks. Oh, <laughs> I love Arlo Parks. Never listened to him. Yes, you have. Black Dog. <laughs> this one, Black Dog? That's dumb. Are you thinking of Black Betty? No. Bam, blam. <laughs> you just <laughs> I don't know. Black, I don't know what Black Dog is. 
Okay. Olivia Rodrigo mm-hmm. or Sawini. Olivia is going to win this. Yeah. Who do you want to win? Who do I want to? I really, really like Glass Animals. I want Japanese breakfast. <laughs> I want Baby King. I, I, I figured that's who he was going to pick. Yeah, I would love to see Baby King win this. Yeah. No fucking way, right? No, I don't yeah. see it. Um, cool, that, cool mention, though. Yeah, the artist that I think got snubbed out of this is Moneybag Yo. One of the highest selling albums of the year. I don't listen to their music, but, like, come on. Yeah. Like, I'm kind of glad they're not in it. New? Are they new? Is Moneybag Yo new? Was it new, co- new in the same relative as like a lot of these artists. Oh, okay. So I, I think they got snubbed. They should have made this. Yeah. I want Japanese Breakfast to win. Actually, I do want Olivia. All right. Uh, next category, we have Best Pop Solo Performance. I'm sorry. I'm a pervert, so I'm immediately thinking of like um, solo performances like on Pornhub. Is that what you're thinking of? Yeah. Sure. Just any one of these I would be happy to see. <laughs> but uh, All right. Name them all. All right. Uh, first, we have Johnny. Sin- no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> first, we have uh, Anyone by Justin Bieber. Yes. Uh, right on Time by Brandy Carlisle. Happier Than Ever by Billie Eilish. Pos- positions by Ariana Grande. Mm-hmm. And Driver's License by Olivia Rodrigo. My favorite song here is Driver's License. Performance. Wait, really? Positions? Is that what you're going to say? Oh, I thought you said Driver's License. Wait, what? You said What's your favorite song? Driver's License. Yeah. You said performance. Yes. Did you mean positions? The performance. <laughs> are we talking music video? Because no. if we are, then the performance of the positions... Wait, no, I'm, I'm thinking of uh, 34 plus 35 remix with Doja Cat and Megan Stallion. That was performed pretty well. <laughs> but Yeah, my favorite uh, song yeah, here so is there. Driver's License, and I think Happier Than Ever will win it again. Same? Or do you... You're going to go with Happier Than Ever over Driver's License winning this? Same as you. I like Driver's uh. License, but I think Happier Than Ever is going to win it. Um, wow. In all fairness, Happier Than Ever and Driver's License performances are neck and neck. Olivia Rodrigo's performance at Driver's License was amazing. But Happier Than Ever was performed... On Disney Plus, mm-hmm. and that was so good. I haven't watched the entire thing, but I have seen that. Yeah, my God, I didn't really like that album, so I didn't listen to it. Oh, that, that album's pretty good, man. I thought it was okay at best. It's not better than uh, when we all fall asleep. Where do we go? But it is, dude. It's pretty fucking good. I don't know. It just it's it's one of those albums that like. Whenever, like, I don't know how it is on Spotify, but I know on Apple, like, you can pull up the lyrics as you're, yeah. like, yeah, it's like karaoke kind of thing. Yeah. It, That's it's, a new feature, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, Apple's got that, too, and I, I fucking love that. Yeah. It makes me feel more involved and, like, like the song more. Yeah. But it's definitely one of those albums where you need to pull that up. Like, where you mm-hmm. need to pull up the lyrics. Because, like, a lot of Billy's That's lyrics will get lost in, like, kind of, like, a whispery, mm-hmm. like, just, you know, you just kind of get carried away by our voice so you don't pay attention to the yeah. lyrics as much. But if you pull up the lyrics, dude, it is, I, it, it's kind of, yeah. like, it's sad to listen to. And it's huh. really good. Like, See, it just came out close enough to Evermore that I was like, I'll kind of always pick Evermore. And then it kind of... Like, by the time Evermore was kind of getting, like, 
Yeah. Oh, this is the tail end of like this album. Like it started yeah. becoming like an older album. Um, Adele just dropped her album, and I'd rather listen to it now than don't get me Billy. On that, so it just feels like Billy was kind of in the middle section of two albums I liked a lot more in the same genre yeah. and the same feelings as it as well. Don't get and me that's started why on that. I kind of feel like it just fell off for me. Yeah, because every single category that we have named. If you mention anything from Adele's new album, I'm picking that. Yeah, which Adele I, can be nominated next year, which is yes. sad to think that she probably should have been nominated this year. Yeah, I don't get that. That's a weird cutoff. Well, it's is. because yeah, they had to already have these. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, but that that's odd that yeah. they already did that. But because yeah. I mean, dude, Adele's yeah. Adele's album, Silk Sonic. What Silk Sonic's album? Called uh, an evening with Silk Sonic, mm. um, Evermore. Those are probably my three favorite albums this year. Evermore technically did Evermore come out last year? I think Evermore Ever- technically came out last year. It came out. Did it come out this year? No, I don't no. believe so. It might have came out very very early. I really need, I, dude. I didn't even hear about Tony Benet and Lady Gaga's album coming out. I really didn't. I feel so yes. bad. December eleventh, twenty twenty. I knew it came out very late last year, so okay. it just didn't. It's the same okay. as Adele, where it'll miss the deadline. Came out, so they should do it calendar year. I don't get it either. I I hate that. They should really do it calendar. Yeah, imagine if the Grammys were in January and then it was all of last year. Yeah, they. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I don't get that. They should really do it calendar because I mean, dude. Stupid. Yeah, because that that really. Because I honestly think Adele is honestly clean sweeping most of this shit. Really? She, dude, she came for the Grammys such or a, for you? Or both? Honestly, for both. Because, okay. I mean, Adele's a powerhouse. Yes. When it comes to Grammys. This is easily my favorite album from Adele, so I'm not like a hardcore stan. Yeah. This is my favorite album by her by far. Yeah. So I'm not, you know, I'm not like, oh, anything Adele does is just poetic yeah, justice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but. We don't, don't need do. to go too, too far into this because we're yes. obviously going to do our favorite albums of the year. Yes, yes. So we can really oh, get yeah, into yeah, these. That's right. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll save that later, okay. but uh, yeah. Adele's a go. Yeah, because I think we should probably try to get through this quick so then we can talk about yes. the albums that we're going to recommend to each other and which one, or yes. why we came to that conclusion and everything. So. Uh, sixth category, I get a kick, uh, well, best pop duo group performance, uh, mm-hmm. led off by I Get a Kick Out of You by Tony Benet and Lady Gaga, Lonely, Justin Bieber, and, uh, Benny Blanco. Yeah, that's what it looks like to me. Oh, uh, Butter by BTS, Higher Power by Coldplay, Kiss Me More by Doja, and SZA. So, didn't know Coldplay dropped anything this year. Neat. Um, Kiss yeah. Me More is obviously my favorite. Out of this, but I think Butter will win this. So mine's the same, but it's either Butter or Lady Gaga. Because yeah. I think the her inclusion could... at Tony Benet mm-hmm. is kind of a, an appeal to yeah. a lot of people. And again, I haven't listened to it. I'm so upset that Lady Gaga dropped an album and I didn't fucking know about it. But I really do like Lady Gaga. Yeah. So, so. I will I, honestly after this podcast, I'm going to start listening to it. So I have a better opinion on that. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, just name alone, I like Kiss Me More by far the most. Mm-hmm. But I think it's either going to go to uh, BTS or Tony Benet and Lady what, Gaga. What's your actual prediction for the bet? 
Okay, okay, set in stone, I'll go I'll go BTS. Okay, so we agree yeah. on this one. Uh, number seven, best traditional pop vocal album. Love for Sale by Tony Bonet and Lady Gaga, Till We Meet Again by Nora Jones. Uh, Tori Kelly Christmas by Tori Kelly. Fair. Uh, very conceited. Oh, okay, here's another. Ledzy Sings Nina by Ledzy. Yep. That's Life by Willie Nelson. Wow. Holy fuck, I didn't know Willie Nelson just dropped something. I need well, to listen to it. Wait till the next one. A Holly Dolly Christmas by Dolly Parton. What? This one's crazy. It's For albums containing at least 51% playing time of new traditional pop recordings. I don't even know really what that means. But... Yeah, I was hoping you did. <laughs> so, I... Holy shit. This one's hard because I haven't listened to a single one. I think Lady Gaga will win. Oh, my God. I would love to see Dolly Parton get a grant another I would Grammy, too. though. I would, too. Oh, yeah, that's... I haven't even listened to literally any of these. Yeah, so this is a hard pick. <laughs> but I think it'll go to Lady Gaga. Yeah, it kind of has to. I want Dolly Parton to win. Same. I feel 100% same. Oh, my God. I gotta. I, I don't know who Tori Kelly or Nora Jones. I know who Nora Jones is. I take that back. I've heard that. Well, I haven't heard this album, but I know Nora Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know who Ledzy sings, uh, who Ledzy is. Mm-hmm. But I love three of these artists so much. I got to... Now I haven't yeah. listened to any of them, so I, I really got to listen to them. So is that you're locked? Yes. Yeah, we agree completely uh, on this one. Best pop vocal album: uh, "Justice" by Justin Bieber, oh. "Playing It Her" by Doja, "Happier Than Ever," Billy, "Positions," Ariana Grande, and you can probably guess the last. It's "Sour" by Olivia Rodrigo. Um, favorite overall full album? Yeah, best Sour. pop vocal album for albums yes. containing at least fifty one percent playing time of new pop vocal recordings. Favorite album is Sour, um, but again, I go Happier Than Ever to win it. Yeah, you agree? Same. Okay. Yeah, same. I I love Sour. Yeah, but honestly, I could. I honestly could see them going either way with that. Sour's my favorite, and I could see them going the Grammy that way, yeah. but I could well, honestly see that them. That was kind of your thing. Yeah. Your picks until I, I go recently. Latino, bro. Fair. And god damn, do I, I. I just really think Justin Bieber doesn't deserve a Grammy for this album. If it's got anything, a couple good songs, but yeah, if just not anything enough. gets an album from Justin Bieber, it's it has to be Peaches. Yeah. Outside of that, song. outside of that, Justin Bieber does not deserve a Grammy for this album. No, he really doesn't. No, I mean, I would all. just yeah. Uh, next category: Best Dance Electronic Recording Hero by Afrojack and David uh, Guetta. Afrojack. I was gonna say, do you want to skip this because I know we've probably not listened to James any of Blake? these. James, I, I was about to say James Blake is on this. Yeah, one. I want James Blake to win. I love James Blake, and I hope he wins. Yeah, that's so, that'll be my pick as okay. well. Yeah, let's fuck, fuck, sure. let's fuck. <laughs> um, you want to skip this one? too? Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, so go to the next uh, one that we know. What the fuck? Rock. ACDC dropped something new. What? Foo Fighters. Um, I'm rooting for Black Pumas. Same. And I think they'll win. Honestly. Same. Same. Uh, best metal performance. Oh, Rob Zombie. Let's go. Um, I don't know. I would really like to see um, Gojira would actually be really incredible and Mastodon. Well, I'd say you definitely listen to more metal than me. I don't. That's like the genre I really don't get into. I I can't say I've listened to too much of Deftones uh, a little bit. 
Um, Dream Theater, not a single song, but uh, Gojira and Mastodon, I actually do really like them. So, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I would like to see any of those last three win, but I'm obviously rooting for Rob Zombie. Mm-hmm. He has my favorite yes. rock album of all time. Yeah, I, I also vote for Rob Zombie. Yeah, but if Gojira or Mastodon win, I'm pretty happy. Yeah. Okay. Best rock song. Um, I don't know any of these. If you won, I'll still put the battle in. Wolfgang Van Halen? <laughs> what a fucking name! Whenever you get the best rock album, yeah, one person stands out so much. Okay, we'll just go with that then. Alright, here you go. Uh, best rock album, Power Up, ACDC, uh, Capital Cuts from Black Pumas, No One Sings Like You Anymore, Chris Cornell, uh, Medicine at Midnight, Foo Fighters, and McCartney 3 by Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney? Yeah. It, it feels like such an odd one out on this rock album. Yeah. But you know what's from it, right? What? I mean, Paul McCartney did release an album. It's not yeah, mostly yeah, yeah. him, but yeah, like yeah, no, no, no. I know, but rock, me. rock album. Yeah, Beatles are rock, barely. Dude, they're like, rock. I know they're but, rock, though. Yeah, but just like Elvis is rock. Like yeah. it might not seem like it, but yeah. rock. Yeah, it just feels like the oddball out on this. So, and to be fair, I hope Black Pumas or Paul McCartney wins. I I really Black hope Pumas it's Black more. Pumas. Yeah, I hope it's Black Pumas, and I think they should win it. Hmm. Yeah, that that album I think, is great. I think Paul McCartney might win. I'll I'll take Paul McCartney on this on my. I'm vote. thinking Pumas. Yeah, I hope I hope Black Pumas win. Just they're better. Best alternative album, uh, Shore by Fleet Foxes. Good. Uh, if I can't have love, I want Power by Halsey. Uh, it's okay. It's not our best album. It's you know, I mean, definitely not compared to uh, Manic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jubilee by Japanese Breakfast. I'm going to listen to it after this. Uh, Collapsed in Sunbeams by Arlo Parks. Love it. All right, I guess I'll listen to it. And Daddy's Home by the St. Vincent. I like it. I said love it. Like, I listened to that album. I haven't listened to that album. I listened to the older one. God damn it. So I don't actually know, but I really like them, so. So just from this list alone, from what I have listened to, I'm going by Shore by Fleet Foxes. But I do really need to listen to uh, Japanese Breakfast and Arlo Parks and specifically these two albums. Okay. I have only listened to one. And that's Daddy's Home by St. Vincent. I love St. Vincent. And that'll be my... Ooh, listen, listen my, to Fleet Foxes. I listened to a little bit of Halsey's. Yeah. It didn't... I didn't love her last album, and this one isn't album nearly co- as album good. Album cover got me, though. Yeah. That's it. This album isn't nearly as good as the last one, so it really didn't grab me. Yeah. So, um, St. Vincent is my pick. Yeah, I'll go Fleet Foxes. Yeah, okay. But uh, yeah, I just downloaded two of those. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to listen to more of this. Oh, let's go. Best R&B performance. We have Lost You by Snow Alegria. I don't know. Peaches by Justin Bieber. Uh, Damage by H.E.R. Leave Door Open by Silk Sonic. Pick Up Your Feelings by Jasmine Sullivan. Leave the door open is my favorite, and I'm actually going to take it to win. I do too. Okay. Yep. Yeah, Peaches could very much win this, though. It could. Yeah, it, it very much could. But I'm going. I'm going. Uh, yeah. Leave the door Sony. open. Same. We're agreeing here at the end. Best traditional R&B performance. I need you by John Batista. Bring it on home to me by B.J. the Chicago. Kid. I haven't heard anything from him lately. Fuck Ever. yeah. Oh, I really like B.J. the Chicago Kid. From studio. 
Isn't he in studio? By Schoolboy? He might be. In he was studio? also in my uh, Song of the Week, Shame, oh, by yeah. Freddie Gibbs. He was in that, too. Born Again by Leon Bridges. Fight for You by H.E.R. How Much Can a Heart Take? Love that song. I haven't heard any of them. I hope BJ the Chicago Kid wins because... I'm thinking H.E.R. is going to win it. That's exactly what I was going to say. H.E.R. is winning this. I'm hoping and thinking H.E.R. is Fight for You is going to win it. Cool. Best R&B Song, Damage by Anthony Clemens Jr. Good Days by Jacob Collier. Heartbreak oh, Anniversary by Giveon Evans. Leave the door open. Good Days is SZA. Good Days is SZA. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that's why I was oh, like. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck. That makes this a lot harder. Yeah. Heartbreak Anniversary by Giveon Evans. Leave the door open by Silk Sonic. Pick up your feelings by Jasmine Sullivan. Oh, shit. Fuck. So, damage is oh. by H.E.R. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Leave the door open might be very, very closely my favorite, and I pick it to win. Leave the door open I like better than Good Days. It oh. would be so cool to see SZA get a good Grammy. Days is so good. But I want, and I think Leave the Door Open deserves. Yeah, Leave the Door Open is also my pick for both. 22, best rap performance. For a performance, singles or tracks. Okay, yeah. This one's Family, a- Family Ties by Baby Keem featuring Kendrick, up by Claudy B. My Life, feature, uh, I mean, by J. Cole featuring 21 Savage and Moray. Way Too Sexy by Drake featuring Future and Young Thug. Thought Shit by Meg The Stallion. So um, the- I had the most fun watching Thought Shit. I mean, watching, yeah, that's different. Yes. But, well, it's performance. Okay, yeah, yeah. fair. Go for it. Is that your pick? So, I'd like to see Way Too Sexy win. Okay. But honestly, I I think Family Ties or My Life is going to win. Wow. Because so, honestly, single-wise, I think Family Ties is probably the best single Family Ties this is, year. Family Ties is my best. That yeah, is rap, my favorite song here. Rap-wise, I think Family Ties might be the best single dropped this year. Oh, that's a... Yeah. It's, it's bold, but sure. Yeah, but uh, I think it might go to I may or may my life. disagree with that. So what are you going with? But Family Ties is my favorite song on this list. Uh, I would love, 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 love to see Young Thug win a Grammy. Out of everyone here, Young Thug is my, uh, the one I, I want to win the most. Yeah. Um, but I honestly think uh, I think Family Ties is going to win it. I really do. Yeah. Did you I, pick I Family Ties? I see Cardi B sneaking away with it. Yeah, I could too. My life. J. Cole could win this. Yeah, that's what I was getting I, a win would be fucking cool as shit. I want Way Too Sexy, but I think it's going to come down to My Life and Family Ties. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but for this, since you pick Family Ties, I'll go My Life. Okay, cool. Okay, yeah. Best, best melodic, melodic rap performance Pride is the Devil by J. Cole featuring Lil Bibby. Mm-hmm. Need to Know by Doja Cat, Industry Baby, Lil Nas X featuring Jack Harlow. What's Your Name? By Tyler Creator yeah. featuring Young Boy Never Broke Again and Tyler Creator or Hurricane <laughs> and Ty by on. Kanye w- and Ty Dolla Sign by Kanye West featuring The Weeknd and Lil Bibby again. Okay, what's your name? I would love to. I would love to see win this. It is my favorite song here by a lot. Industry Baby's gonna win this. I think what's your name for both. Really, you think it? You think what's your name's gonna win this? You. <laughs> Yep. You think Young Boy NBA is going to win a Grammy? Dude, 
You know, you know something crazy that phenomenal. like I didn't even notice. What? Um, so I, I was showing, I was showing my girlfriend this video that I saw on Reddit. It was from the AMAs, and it was Tyler's first performance there. Mm-hmm. And I was just showing her that because, like, you know, it, it just looked really cool and stuff. And when it was done, and she she was like, I like watching you watch Tyler mm-hmm. perform. And I was like, what do you mean by that? I mean, you're gay. Well, yeah. Because <laughs> she was like, the entire time you watch Tyler perform, you smile. Mm-hmm. And she's like, it's not like you just have one smile from the set start. She's like, throughout it, I can see you smile different. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like throughout each thing, like you're just... Yeah. And... I really do feel that with Tyler because, like, especially with how old me and you are. Yeah. When we was first introduced to Tyler, it was around, like, Yonkers. Yeah, it was edgy. And it, 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 yeah. it kind of it grew with edgy, us. Yeah, yes. our edgy face. Yeah. So as we've grown up, we've got to also watch Tyler grow up, who's, you know, who's young, who's yep. older than us. Yeah, but from edgy to yes, gay. gay. <laughs> pretty gay. Yeah, pretty gay. Pretty, pretty damn gay. Yeah. And Just like us. Yeah, so we've watched him go from like an edgy outsider to who it was popular to dislike mm-hmm. to now he's performing at the AMAs. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, this is like one artist that I feel genuinely proud of, even though I have nothing to do with yeah. what they're doing. Yeah. But I was like, he's definitely like, I just feel proud of him. Yeah. Yeah. No. So I was like, yeah, I don't know. I, I never noticed that I'd do that, but I was like, I'm smiling, like, right now, even talking yeah. about Tyler, you no, know? I, I get it 100%. Yeah. yeah, so I was like, you know, I was like, that's, you know, a good part of why Tyler is my favorite artist, because it's just so much growth Yeah, that's aligned with, like, even our lives. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I really hope Tyler wins that, I, and I, I would, think he should. I would, yeah, yeah, no, 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 I don't disagree any, I just think Industry Baby will win. Bath Salts, that's a crazy title for a uh, song, isn't it? Read who it's by. Uh, okay, so best rap song. Mm-hmm. Bath Salts. DMX featuring Jay-Z and Lil Nas. I mean, no, not Lil Nas. <laughs> it's just Nas. Nas. <laughs> God damn it. Um, I haven't listened to that. I really haven't. Uh, I it's not bad. bad. Yeah. I mean. Best Friend not by my favorite. Doja Cat. I mean by Sweetie featuring Doja Cat. Oh, it, I fucking love that. Mm-hmm. Family Ties by Baby King featuring Kendrick. Jail. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Kanye West featuring Jay-Z and My Life. J. Cole featuring 21 and Moray. Oh, my God. This one's rough because I would love to see DMX win a Grammy because his passing. I was like, he's not going to get it. But. I mean... Come on. Don't be a dick. <laughs> I would love to see Baby Keem win one. I'd love to see Kanye because I love Kanye. And I'd love to see 21. So it's like I am happy with any of these. My favorite song here is Family Ties. So. And I think Bath Salt's going to win the Grammy. I think Bath Salt's is going to win the Grammy. 300%. They, they love giving it to people who are dead. Yeah. Which but it, it sounds mean, but it is true. The Grammys is, do love is. to give awards to people who pass. But I, I want and honestly think Jail should win it. Jail's fucking great. The the meaning behind that song, they're the re, them reigniting the throne, the like one of the most powerful duos 
Yeah. The, uh, what the, I don't know, Jay-Z's entire verse, like, it should win this. It really should. It's yeah. my favorite rap song from this year. Um, only to be, com- um, to be combated with, uh... What's your name? No. Uh, what? Um, um... The new Kanye song with Andre. Oh, shit. The Life of the Party. Yeah, Life of the Party. I really, with my favorite rap album this year being um, Call Me If You Get Lost, I do think the two best rap songs this year are owned by Kanye. Mm. For not entirely Kanye reasons. Because Jay-Z and Andre 3000 do so good. Like, it's just like... God. It's like if he would wrenching verses. If he would have dropped the deluxe before, we could have seen Life of the Party oh get my nominated. God, Andre winning another Grammy. God he should. damn, he should dude. Win one. He yeah. yeah that that verse is easily my favorite verse across any genre this year. Yeah. Andre th- does so good. Yeah, I think that we could do a couple more of these um, genres, yeah. but let's just do the very next one of best rap album and call and, it there. Yeah, I'm and cool then, with that. And then let's go into the albums that we picked. Wrap it up. Okay. Uh, and finally, for this, we will go best rap album. We have the Off Season by J Cole, Certified Lover Boy by Drake, King's Disease Two by Nas, <laughs> Call Me If You Get Lost, Tyler the Creator, Donda by Kanye Fucking West. <laughs> I love after that. It's just country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this one's pretty tough. Call Me If You Get Lost and Donda is. Always, this in, since both of them have dropped, it has been back and forth on which one's my favorite. I'm more of a certified lover boy myself, but it's, no, I I honestly don't like that album at all. Uh, like at all? I only like you don't like it at all. I only listen to two songs off of it. I hate that album. Like, I really don't like that album. I think it's one of Drake's worst albums today. Well, yeah, it is. <laughs> I still like it. Who the fuck? <laughs> no, uh, I think it's a bad album. I really do. Um, Boo. I like this? six songs from it. Yeah, I I like two. Boo. Very definitively two. I I really think every other song on it's bad. What is it? Uh, I miss you too, and way too sexy. <sighs> Only two songs I think are even decent. Are you seriously? Yeah, no. Are you, are you seriously right now? Yeah. No friends in the industry. Knife I, talk. You don't like Knife Talk? I think Knife Talk's awful because the, of oh Drake. Oh, my God. No, I, uh, Drake's part's so bad, it ruins the talk. This is the first guy. Doesn't. Uh, Plain does, Pad? He does so good. He does. Plain Pad does okay, good. Blue 20, Street. Yeah, 21 Savage does phenomenal. If you take Drake out of that song, it's do it. phenomenal. Do it. I can't. <laughs> you gotta do it. Skip it. If I fucking could, I would. Skip it. No, I, I think that... Uh, <laughs> Three, two... No. <laughs> I think that that's only funny to literally me and you. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even think that was funny to you. <laughs> um, my vote's Donda. Um, I hope Donda wins it for the same reasons I said before. I hope that all of those artists win, and yeah, I just so I don't. I think, would like to see Donda. I don't think Kanye is getting any Grammys this year. I really don't. Um, Which he, is fair. Yeah, he's probably pretty unpopular with the Grammy board. After pissing on a he won one right after doing that. Yeah, but it was right after, so they <laughs> may have not seen it. But I think who should win it is yes. Call Me If You Get Lost. Yeah, to me, it is definitively love- the best rap album this year. Yeah, and yeah, I think it's going to win it. 
I, I would yeah, love with to Tyler, Tyler doing the rollout with him performing at the AMAs, I think he's doing his time. I think he's doing the PR. I think I think Tyler's got this. You know who could win it? Joe Nas. If they've we kill him. They've snubbed <laughs> Nas so many fucking times. But if we killed him, but they gave it to Nas for King Disease One, so they could do it again for King Disease Two. Nah, I think they're they're, they're gonna be like, "Damn, we gave it to you." Yeah. So. But I, I think that if it doesn't go to Call Me If You Get Lost or Donda, this is stupid. This is a bad award. Like it really is. Like unless it goes to Serpent, which I don't agree with at all. I'll spit at you. <laughs> I, I mean, it okay. Is oh, so what's the the stipulation? What? Well, the, the who wins? Oh, are we actually going to keep track of this one? Yeah. Or yeah. Are we just going to take it off my word? Because if so, I can't wait. <laughs> no, we're going to keep. We're, we'll keep track of this one. So my so all right. So a couple of the albums that I picked out. A couple. I'll tell you the one that I picked at the end, but a couple of them that I was like, I wanted to pick an album that I really like. That either you, I feel like you didn't give a true chance to. Yeah. Or you didn't listen to it all. So that was my like criteria on picking this. So I picked um I was gonna pick the white album by Weezer. Didn't. I was gonna pick um Thank you. I have listened to the white album. Again, I think it's an album that I don't think that you've given like Okay, enough credit to yeah, or maybe like, enough playthroughs. Yeah, I okay. think if you went back and listened to, you would like it. Uh, Ballads One by Joji was another one that I was on my list. That probably would have been a good one. I really don't give Joji yeah. that much of a chance. Yeah, I've listened I, to every one of his songs once except No Fun. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's another album that I think that you would really like. I was going to put OK Computer by Radiohead because that's another one I think that you would really like that I really love. I don't have a single song from yeah. that album on my phone. You know what? Yeah. I'll just do that just because. Yeah, I, I say that's just something that I think so. But the one that I wanted you to listen to the most, and this just stands out because this is my favorite genre, is The Plugs I Met, one by Benny the Butcher. Wow. That's the album I want you to listen to the most. Because I'll you go ahead fucking, and download it just in case. And say you fucking love a song off of that album. I don't know why you haven't explored Plugs I Met, one? Yeah. It, it's just The Plugs I Met. Oh, no shit. That's, yeah, that's the... Yeah. I've listened to it. Yeah. Yeah, I literally just have five to fifty on there. Yeah, so I think that's another album that like you'll. I think if you go through and listen to like the song with Pusha T, you'll be like, "This is so fucking good," and I'll be like, "Yeah, yeah." So like, I, yeah, it's just an album that I wanted to recommend. But there was a couple that I like considered, but I think that's the one that would be best. Oh, oh God, I didn't want to play any of that. Yeah. So, so what's yours? So I've been thinking of a couple. I mentioned to you. Um, the, you you fucking hate it, but it's uh, all what? British alternative. Okay, yeah, yeah. It the album's called Ultra Mono by Idols. So I was thinking about that, but I was like, eh, I kind of want him to give a second chance to an album that maybe he'll like, not yeah. just a, you know, yeah, you know, harass him or you know, fucking. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't want to just pick like the worst album I've ever heard and be like, ha, ah, you gotta fucking listen to it. Like, no, I wanted yeah. you to listen to something that I like. I couldn't make you listen to Certified Lover Boy again. Which I don't think would be as bad. That's yeah. another album. It's that, not like, as bad, but yeah, yeah, it's still something that's very recent. Yeah. Like I could go back and be like, you know what, maybe I do like it more more than I thought. Yeah. But something that I I think something maybe that me and you don't agree with as much that I mm-hmm. feel strongly about, which is my final answer, 
I want you to go back and listen to Manic by Halsey. Okay. Yeah. Because that is an album that I feel super strongly about. You know what I thought you were going to point pick? where um, I have two signed vinyls. Yeah. And one of them I made sure was Manic by Halsey. It's mm-hmm. one of it's one of, if not my favorite pop album, maybe awesome. uh, maybe only rivaled by like a uh, like Thriller. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So, like seriously, in that in yeah. that range of yeah, uh, pop for yeah. me. I'll definitely listen to it. Uh, yeah. If I lose the bet, if Wait, not, I'll, I'll I never. I think I got this shit, dude. Yeah, you um, bet on the white girl. You know, I'm betting on diversity. Yeah, which is I think the Grammys are going to be like, eh, we should probably go diverse this year. Yeah, which is instead of just. Nominate Billy for literally every category, and Finney is her white brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which honestly could win all of them. They really could. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, no, I think that's a good one. I honestly thought you'd pick Art Angels because yeah, it really fits that category of like something I never gave a true chance to. Yeah, even if you did get more of a chance, I don't know how much you'd listen to. Mm. But uh, I think it was further confirmed you li- uh, you talking about Manic earlier, mm-hmm. and I'll say I I hold that album to such a high esteem. Yeah, it, it's definitely been my favorite pop album of the past decade. Yeah, and, which is fucking yeah crazy. Like, if, that's a crazy thing yeah. to say about any album. And even if you don't go to that serious of a thing, because I was even thinking about like 30 by Dell, but I was like, you'll probably yeah. get to it. It just came out. I did just listen to it. Oh, okay. Because yeah. I was saying, because like, I know I've been talking about that in high regards, but I, I was like, it just came out. I don't yeah. want to, I don't want to force Brendan to listen to it. And it literally came out uh, nine days ago. Yeah. 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 I was say, I almost picked uh, Casey Musgraves. That probably would be pretty good. Yeah. I might a, just listen to that for funsies. You yeah. Know? I wanted to pick an album that I thought you wouldn't actually listen to on your own. Yeah. But, yeah, I just wanted to pick something that's had some time behind it. Yeah. And something that I really like that I'd like you to appreciate more. Same. Maybe not to the point of how much I appreciate yeah, it. same. Because I, I, I do think I hold it to a higher esteem than probably 99% of the people who's listened to it. Yeah. But it is. Yeah. yeah. It's up there And to be fair, the album that I picked is kind of in the same category. Yeah. And it, we'll even talk about it more whenever it comes down to our favorite albums of the year, not because this one came out this year, but because of something else that Benny the Butcher put out this year. It's crazy. Plugs I met are some manic balls. <laughs> 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 Two totally different people right here. But yeah. not really. Yeah. yeah. We really like a lot of the same music, but whenever it comes down to like favorites, it's yeah, what really we're passionate re- about is it's, really... It's really different. Yeah, which is cool. I mean, even our songs of the week this week, polar opposites. <laughs> Honestly, in the other direction. Dude. Young Thug saying, uh, I bust on her chest. I made a mess. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. He you ends the song and saying, like, talking about, like, a woman overseas, like, foreign. Yeah. And then he says, a bitch overseas, croiss- uh, croissants. <laughs> It's yeah. just so funny. He just he always has just it's lyrics great. that aren't intentionally funny, but goddamn, yeah. Young Thug has the best comedic timing of any rapper that I've heard. Yeah. It is funny that I went with a pop song for my song of the week and then a rap album for my album recommendation and then vice versa for you. Wonderful. Truly yeah. great. But that's been it. I stay with the heat even though I'm a sad boy. That's right. <laughs> and that's been Jamie with Garner Rex. <laughs> 